0: My favorite, it's Judd's Hockey Show. Judd's Hockey Show. We are going back to the old school one-timer. This is going to be short and sweet. Zolgad and Declan Goff. Reckless speculation about to abound, but it comes from a good source. It comes from a place of, of real Real reckless speculation, but a man who is very plugged in. When Elliot Friedman tweets, we jump we on Judd's Hockey Show. We do when it involves the Minnesota Wild. And let me, Declan Goff, read you the tweet from Elliot Friedman: "Friedge H N I C Hockey Night in Canada, best show on TV. Great hair. Take your take your Netflix uh, shows and screw them. Great hair, Hockey Night in Canada, is the best show going. All right, yes, great hair, great beard in this shot of him as well. Anyway, um." Friedman's tweet this morning. Couple of notes to keep an eye on. Sounds like things are intensifying on the Kevin Fiala front. Love that The other
1: is the Boston Bruins head coaching job. We don't care about that. I did hear Scott Sandlin uh, was interviewing for that. Oh, really? Yeah. I've heard David Quinn's name. I've heard some
0: Pittsburgh assistants. Anyway, very interesting. But um, Kevin Fiala, things are intensifying on that front as I think the expectation is fully among everybody, Declan Goff, that Kevin Fiala is going to be traded in part because, or in large part, because the Wild wants to maximize the return for him before he becomes an unrestricted free agent after next season. He is going to be a restricted free agent, which with their salary cap problems presents problems within itself if he gets an offer sheet. So Kevin Fiala potentially could be traded sooner rather than Later And Declan, I want to run this thought past you because it was the first thought that occurred to me when I saw this news because the the actual trade itself won't be shocking. But you know, on last week's episode, we went through an entire list of all of the forwards, centers, and wingers who are now out there. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, and I think that you had said this previously and you agreed completely, this is going to make it tougher to make a trade because now, you know, Alex DeBrinket, who is probably more desirable than Fiala's out there. There's just a lot of talent. Uh, perhaps David Pasternak. I wonder if Bill Guerin, in his wisdom, infinite wisdom, is saying, you know what? Bleep it. I'm going to jump the market. And I'm going to shop this guy aggressively right now and say, do you want to take a chance that you're going to get the brinket? But you might not. Because I am taking offers right now. I am at my my Amazon location. (laughs) I am willing to move a Fiala to your front doorstep immediately. What do you think of that? Potentially being the wilds play and trying to get ahead of this game of a lot of guys flooding the market and saying you can get this guy. Here's what I need back.
1: You no, know, doesn't shock me at all that Garen would like to potentially set that market. You know, he, he kind of surprised us in left field with the the um, Laurier trade. You know, not, neither of us really like Del- Nick Delaurier, and also like what no one really saw that coming. I would even say Judd um, the Nico Sturm for Tyson Yost trade kind of came out of left field too. Um so he's done it before. You know he 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 has kind of jumped the gun now, now he got flower on deadline day and and that one was just more of a wait and see and it was more of I think it was out of the wild's control and was more in flower's control and then he eventually waves it, he comes here blah blah blah. But Garin has done this before. I mean look even on draft night uh the draft in 2020 that weird draft where we were still getting things going right he traded Luke Cunning for for Nick Benino in a second round pick right like so he has Kind of set his own market before, so I'm not surprised if he is indeed seeing these Fiala trade rumors there, quote unquote, intensifying from Elliot Um So I'm not too surprised by that. So, and, and it sounds like, and I, I just sent you a text. We're we're doing this on the fly, we're recording this at 12:40. There oh, could I be a what you
0: did there. Very on good the chance
1: on the fly. On the fly, Jamie Hirsch. going to sue Hirsch. you? Yeah, Jamie might. I like Jamie. I don't think she's going to sue me. We, we, we're friends. Um, I, I, I wonder how much how fluid and how quickly this is gonna move because he was on uh the Jeff Moroc show, I believe, and, and that's a sports Jeff net American. show uh, um in yeah, in uh Toronto. In in, in Toronto, so a a okay. big wig station there. And Friedman was on there this afternoon on Wednesday, and again, we're recording this at twelve fifty. So again, very good chance you could be listening and consuming this and Fiala's indeed already traded. But he said Friedman did. There's definitely been a lot of talk uh, pertaining to uh Kevin Fiala trade rumors. He mentions New Jersey. Los Angeles, that's a new one, Ottawa, and potentially Buffalo as the teams who make the most sense in terms of movable assets. Not necessarily teams that have expressed interest, but movable assets. I keep seeing Buffalo. And I'm going to throw, not, as, I'll throw a name at you, and this is a name I actually want nothing to do with in a return. Okay. Yeah. I'm curious your thoughts on it. Does bringing back Casey Middlestead do anything for you in a Kevin Fiala trade?
0: Not really, um he's been around for a while now, and I don't know here so, so here's the problem. The problem is the Sabres, and I think this is changing now with um Don Granado as coach there, but their infrastructure has been so horse bleep for so long that I can't decide if they have just flat out ruined some guys or if they're redeemable, right? Yeah. Middlestead, I mean, as part of a return, I guess I could hear that, but I would need a lot. I, I would need more than that, clearly, and it would have to be a, a lot more. This is an interesting list because let's go through it here, Dex. Yep. Um, uh, Because, yes, it's returnable, movable assets, but let's go through because, as we've discussed in depth, Kevin Fiala almost certainly is going to have to agree to a contract extension with the team that gets him. Like, yeah. you're not going to trade for one year of – Kevin and then have him bolt Ottawa to me becomes more of a a long shot arena problems. They're, well, you know, going to Canada present some problems for some yeah. especially to that team ownership problems. Um, I don't know that the senators, I don't know that Kevin is going to say, sign me up for six or seven years here. So I would almost eliminate them as a potential. Buffalo does have a little bit more of a, I think, juice now than they did certainly a year or two back when they were an absolute disaster. I think Buffalo's building something. Um is Kevin Fiala gonna want to be there long term? That's question mark. I mean, it is Buffalo. New Jersey is intriguing. Los Angeles is and I think the question is the Kings have a ton of capital. This, like they have a, oh my god. This is the
1: one I like the most, I think.
0: Yes. From the wild so, side. Yeah, I agree. And I think Fiala would sign long-term in Los Angeles in a heartbeat. Like, I don't see a way he's going to say, the Los Angeles Kings, no way. So I think this one is really, really intriguing as far as immediate returnable assets, not necessarily draft picks, because the Devils are probably more, what's it going to take to get your second overall pick? Which They're very open to moving, but it's going to cost a lot. Yeah, I'm with you. I think the Kings of all the teams we're going through right now might make the most
1: sense. Let's go down that path a little bit here too, because the Kings right now have 19 million in cap space, so they they have space to make this happen. Um, you now, Anzi Kopitar has two years left at 10 million per. He's he's still solid, but he's obviously up there in age. Um, but their That's prospect awesome. pool is good. I you know Alex Turcott was a, was a first round pick by them I think two drafts ago. He could be someone on the move. I don't know if they'd be willing to part with this player, but I love this player, Alex Iafalo at UM who was oh. also another former UMD Bulldog. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, about know if if the Kings be willing to swap Iafalo for Fiala because Iafalo is really kind of blossoming into a really solid player for them, and Iafalo is under contract for four million per through twenty twenty five, so a pretty reasonable figure too. I personally really like his game. You know, Quentin Byfield obviously off limits. They're not going to move Quentin Byfield for for Kevin Fiala. Um, right. But they have some interesting prospects here that I wouldn't be shocked at all if the Wow could potentially pry away. I don't know if, if they could land Ayafalo, who is a probably he's up he's, he's older than Fiala. He's twenty eight years old, but he's a he's a solid forward. And I think the What's Kings, his contract? He's under what's his contract? Yep, he, he makes four million per for the next mm-hmm. three seasons, including this one. So very reasonable, very reasonable deal. I would I would keep an eye out and the recklessly speculating, of course. I I would keep an eye out the, as the Kings as potentially the favorite to make this happen.
0: And I think if you do a deal, I believe in in my in my um, just reckless spe- speculation, guesstimating, I think a deal for Fiala is going to get you back draft picks and young talent. So I, I don't think the Kings are going to trade a contributing veteran player, and I don't know that Bill Guerin's going to want one. Mm-hmm. So I so just my guess is the Kings are a Very intriguing from the standpoint of prospects who are coming up, who and they have, uh, be, because you know they've been bad for a while now, they've certainly got some prospects built up in that pool. That makes sense. The Devils, I don't know if you get the second pick, the Senators pick wise makes sense. I just don't see Kevin Fiala agreeing to sign there long term. Buffalo yeah. intrigues me, but again, I don't know. Uh, the interesting thing here is like threefold, right? One, The trade's going to have to be with a team you would almost certainly think that has an assurance from Kevin that he's going to sign there. So it's not going to be a team that's, hey, we got one year of Kevin and we're trading you a really good prospect, a really good draft pick, and now Fiala's going to walk. So that's the first thing. The second thing is the market itself. And and I am just spitballing here that Bill Guerin wisely is trying to get in front of the market cuz you know we don't know if Brinkett's going to be moved his name's just out there um posternet who would get you a ton back oh, yeah. if you're Boston but we don't know that like he very well might not be dealt so i just i wonder if bill is trying to get ahead of the market right now and say you can have i, I mean this guy's going to score a, t- a ton of goals coming off a great year you can have him right now here's the price but then the third thing is teams might slow or the teams that are talking uh, to Bill Guerin about a Fiala trade might slow cook it themselves. So like there is a ton of intrigue around here, but I think the Friedman thing is out there because the wild is smart enough to say we are not going to get stuck in this whole thing of now Posternix being shopped and to bring it right and Fiala. And then, you know, what the uh, free agency period starts in around July 14th or so. So that's just my guess but I'm with you. I think the Kings intrigue me. I think the devils intrigue me, uh, as realistic possibilities among teams that have assets to trade and can use a guy like Fiala playing wing for him.
1: One more name on the Kings that throw out here. Reckless speculation. That you could potentially, um, maybe get back is 24 year old, uh, Blake Lazat, who mm-hmm. also is a solid center, uh, former St. Mm-hmm. Cloud State Husky too. Uh, but, Had 24 points, 10 goals last season. Um, Analytically, he's pretty solid. He's not flashy offensively, but he's solid defensively. Um, And there might be something more to his game playing outside of a fourth-line role that he was doing mostly in Los Angeles. Another name just to keep in mind. Another name to keep in mind if if you're a Wild fan and you're trying to uh, personify trades with the uh, Kings and the Wild. But yeah, this will be interesting. Oh,
0: it's great stuff.
1: Intensifying. As, uh, oh, as, as God, Friedman intensifying.
0: And, and and this is just the start. We got the draft, what, next week? Yeah. Um, next, I believe it's Thursday, Friday in Montreal. Free agency after that. So, like, the, the intensification of the entire process is just starting. <laughs> and Judd's Hockey Show will be here for you every step of the way. This was a one-timer on the availability and the potential trade of Kevin Fiala. I'm Judd. He's Declan. Declan? You know, there's no room for petty bullshit. Passage score. He knows you once ate an entire sheet cake. He knows your selfie life isn't your real life. He knows what goes down on the DMs. Shouldn't you know your dog better? Now you can learn his inner secrets with Embark, the highest-rated dog DNA test, unlocking over 350 breeds and screening for over 215 genetic health risks.